Support for this podcast and the following message come from Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey. Jack Daniels is the oldest, mellowest, whiskiest whiskey, and every drop is made in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Jack Daniels, turning nights into stories since 1866. Please drink responsibly. Oh my gosh, I was on such a dry spell. Every piece of music I was listening to, I was thinking, I don't know. I mean, not another one yeah. about love or, yeah. oh yeah, I, I this or I want that or you so, do this songs. So, just, so at what really point do you me. start to think, um, maybe it's me. Well, I, me. I do that a lot. And, and John Congleton, the producer, is the one who sort of uh, instilled that in my head when he told us, uh, when I don't like something, I think it's my fault, is what John yeah. Congleton once yeah. to us. If I'm hearing a bunch of stuff and I'm just not liking anything, I, I after a while I start to think, okay, I'm clearly not in the right frame of mind yeah. to be listening. But the opposite is true too, because I'll have stretches where I'm like, this is amazing, and I love everything that I'm listening to, and I think the the law of averages, it just couldn't possibly be the, that much good music playing in my library. I want something to be transportive. You know, and and really take me out of the day to day, and that's really what I'm hoping for every time I hit a piece of music. Found a few today that uh, takes care of that for me. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I've been levitating, and you? Yeah. Well, I have I have some stuff that definitely made me stop dead in my tracks, and Good. and my ears perked up. But I I wouldn't say these are anything like big loud sounds, but just were arresting to me. And the yeah. first is a new, totally new discovery that I just made this week. The band is called White Horses. W H Y. T-E, White white Horses, and they have this uh, record called Empty Words that just came out. This is a musical project of this guy named Dom Thomas. He's from Manchester, and the music just has this, you'll immediately recognize it as sort of early 70s psych pop, just real summery and jangly. He's somebody, this this guy Dom Thomas, he's somebody who says he doesn't really consider himself a, a musician. He says he considers himself more of a song or sound crafter or engineer, sort of like Brian Eno maybe, hmm. or maybe Phil Spector. And when you listen to the song I want to play, it's called Counting Down the Years. You can really hear the attention to detail and how carefully orchestrated this is. It's not contrived or too buttoned up. It's still very carefree, but very, very carefully crafted.
Old school fade. I love them. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit about, uh, it reminds me a little bit of Gilbert O'Sullivan. You remember the song Alone Again, Naturally? Yeah, it doesn't remind me of that. Keep going. Maybe just in that it's, this is, lyrics are really sad to me in the second half of this yeah. song. and um, But the music is really upbeat in that song, Alone Again, Naturally. is really the oh. grimmest <laughs> song. But it's so up-tempo and, yeah, and well, bouncy. And, you know? and a heavy accent. Yeah. You know, I'm not entirely sure what this song is about, um, counting down the years. And I may just be imprinting myself on it but you know it seems very much a look at this mystery of life and what we make of it in our time here and he's clearly looking back and I feel like at the end there he's singing it's like he's singing to his parents the, so it's the a guy Dom, singing it is this, oh this it is a guy in. yeah it is a guy this is Dom oh, Thomas and yeah. um I mean, that's my feeling anyway, that it's like he's singing to his parents, don't die yet, I still need you in my life, you know, hold on a little longer. Mm-hmm. But certainly uh, something to the to the people that he needs in his life or may feel like he's at risk of losing. This is a fantastic record. White Horses, it's called Empty Words. It's out now. So this morning we're all uh, greeted by some beautiful music here, a tiny desk concert from Krungbin. Uh, Krungbin is K-H-R-U-A-N-G-B-I-N. It's a Thai word that means like uh, engine fly or or better airplane might be a better word uh, to to say here. The group is composed of three people. The guitar player is Mark Spear, and he's sort of what you would think of as the equivalent of lead singer uh, of a band if this band had a lead singer, but it doesn't. Singing is very much a backgroundy thing in this group. And the bass player is is Laura Lee, extraordinary bass player. And so is the drummer, an extraordinary musician, DJ Johnson. And this instrumental, mostly instrumental trio makes music that is transporting. Honestly, when I saw them in, in Texas, I saw them last year at South by Southwest. I didn't know what to expect, and I was mesmerized by the influences. Sometimes they're uh, Asian. Sometimes the guitar playing sounds very uh, North African to me, Middle Eastern at times. They really pull from so many different traditions, but they make it all their own. So I'm going to play from their 2018 album. They have a new album called Con Todo El Mundo. Uh, I'm going to play a song called Evan Finds the Third Room.
that's Krungbin, and and it's spelled K H. R U A N G B I N. Did I get that right? Did I get all the letters right? I think so. Yeah, you could. Okay. <laughs> the record, the album's called Con Todo el Mundo. Last night I was driving home because I saw them in concert because they're in town and watched a, a show at Black Cat. And I'm driving home from Black Cat last night. I was driving by All Souls Church last night and there were a bunch of people coming out, very effusive, I'd say. A lot of happy people out on the streets there as I was I'm driving by. And uh, there was a a punk concert that had happened there. Turnstile is a band I know that played there. And I'm driving and, and looking at people and stuff, and then I see this figure walking down the street, very tall man, blonde hair, with a big smile on his face, and I yelled at, Hey, Lars! You want a ride? Yeah, and then you didn't give me a ride. Well, I didn't give you a ride. <laughs> you waited until he got up to the car and, and then sped it. away. Yeah. A little yeah. bit of a... It's classic. Yeah, it's a classic. Especially if you can burn the rubber. Yeah. Leave that. But anyway... Uh, how was it? It was great. It was the first night of uh, Damage City Festival. It's a hardcore festival, and it's in its sixth year here in Washington, D.C. Completely DIY, no sponsors, no really big bands, mm-hmm. and it's just like a, a bunch of hardcore and punk bands that the, the organizers just love, and that's it. Uh, so we're taping this on a Friday, uh, and so I still have three more nights of this. Oh, wow. So I go to Damage City. Uh, there are certainly headliners like this year. Uh, you mentioned Turnstile, who came out with a fantastic record this year. Uh, Radioactivity is playing Firewalker, Limperist. These are kind of like the bigger names of the festival. But I always like to kind of go in blind. There are always like a bunch of names I don't know. And I don't want to know what they sound like until I get there. They will be hardcore or punk. Right. In some fashion, but I've always come away with like a, at least a handful of uh, band, new bands that I've never heard of that I really love. And this is from all over? All over the country. Yeah. There are usually a few international bands uh, sprinkled in. Uh, I think uh, this year uh, the band Lys from France is playing um, and the Flex from the UK who have played Demon City, I think, twice already, but they're favorites. I just wanted to share with you one of the bands that I saw from Thursday night. Who? This is a band called Abuse of Power. I brought. I, I bought their cassette. Is it Abusive Power or Abuse uh, of? Uh, no, uh, Abuse of Power. Uh, they're a young band from Atlanta, and I actually bought the cassette, brought it in. <laughs> Here you can listen to me open it up. <laughs> and I just wanted to play you uh, a song called View of the Few. Get out of 
Yeah, Robin, yeah. calm down. Well, oh, no, not no. again. <laughs> I was just bobbing my head and saying, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, this is uh, the cassette, if you don't have, you can get it on Bandcamp digitally. It's right? on Bandcamp. It's called uh, Abuse of Power. The song is View of the Few. And I'm going to have a, a little wrap-up of Damage City Festival on the blog where oh. I'll write up like uh, five or six discoveries from the festival. That's fantastic. I, I wish I had the physical stamina to go go to that with you. I think I'd just leave beaten and <laughs> limping away from the whole thing. Yeah, you I, seem to attract the elbows yeah. and stuff. So I, I, really I'm always, I tend to stand on the periphery of the mosh pit. I'm not, I don't really get into the mosh pit. I've been accidentally swept up a couple times and it never goes well. I was wondering, actually, this is a good question for you, mm. which is like over the years, has the mosh pit changed? Has people's behavior changed or is a mix of people different or is it, oh. you know? Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the awesome thing about watching uh, this festival in particular grow is that the kinds of people that come to the festival has changed. When it first started out, uh, a lot of the bands and a lot of the audiences predominantly look like me. Uh, they look like white dudes who have been listening to hardcore and metal their mm-hmm. whole lives. But that has changed so much. And just even uh, at the Turnstile show last night for the record release, so many different kinds of people were there. They were. It was a lot younger. It was a lot browner and blacker than I've ever mm-hmm. seen it in years previous. There are a lot more women and uh, non-conforming people in the audience. And it felt like, really, like, this is what punk is to me. And so to actually see it in practice, instead of just like somebody staying from the stage, that's what it's supposed to be. And the pit itself? The pit itself? I'm not actually in it, so I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, well, but you can see. But yes, yes, there are uh, lots of different kinds of people like throwing throwing up and in there. And people bringing their kids, and I even saw some <laughs> oh my like God. taught your kid in the <laughs> yeah. I'm imagining yeah. taking my three year old. Yeah. Now get in there. There was definitely <laughs> Have a good time. there is a dad with like his three year old kid up in the balcony. Oh. It was yeah. great. Now, Bob, you asked that question. Now I'm like dying to know. I want like a history of the mosh pit. I, I can't imagine that the politics of of even just the way people interact with one another. It's always changed. been. It's. I mean, I guess I suppose it depends on what kind of show you're at. Uh, at a punk and hardcore shows, people are pretty. Respectful. At least here in D.C. I don't know how it is elsewhere. Sometimes when uh, Boston hardcore bands come down here and they bring their crew, they get a little bit more rowdy. <laughs> and and in South, at South by Southwest, where uh, I don't remember the bands that I saw, but there were a few times a pit formed. And in the mosh pit, it looked like it could have been about 1981. It was all male. It was fairly aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought, boy, I would have hoped it'd just be different south by southwest is a real conglomeration of people so i'm not down on i'm not talking about this is austin this is not the austin behavior this is just right people People from from everywhere and people who don't necessarily listen to that music all the time are different yeah but like damage city definitely attracts a core group of people that really care about each other and if somebody falls down everybody makes space that's awesome before you go mr lars yeah uh you played or actually you put an animated video on the site this week by an artist uh named beatrice deer uh, d-e-e-r and uh it was a fascinating song called fox was it fox yes and um beatrice deer is a, a musician based out of montreal and she originally comes from a, a very small northern quebec yeah very very northern yeah and she she's uh 
half uh, Inuk, half Mohawk, and um, she weaves in a lot of uh, folk tales into songs about meaning of life and, you know, things that you normally write songs about. But I've been a little obsessed with her music. And we premiered this beautiful video um, that's about a, a, a an Inuit folktale. And um, I highly recommend everybody watch it. It really stressed to me how important it is who tells the story, because she sings this beautiful song about this uh, folktale. And the animated video was produced by an Inuit company. And it's it's a very beautiful film, and she, and this comes from an older EP of hers, also called Fox. But she has a new record coming out. That's right, and that's what I was listening to. So I was listening to the song by Beatrice Deer. It's a song that tells the story of a man who doesn't age. He travels the world with his wife, and when they return, they find their children have all grown. Mm-hmm. And it's this beautiful parable. It's from uh, this new album that's not out yet. Comes out in May, called My All to you, Beatrice Deer.
band on this song by Beatrice Deer includes folks f- that we know, and we've played on our show before for sure, stars, band members of the band Stars, uh, band, members of the band Land to Talk, members of the band Timber Timber, and Leif Vollenbach, uh, Bar Brothers. And you can, you can certainly hear their, like the Montreal scene's influence on the songs on this record, but the, the thing that really distinguishes Beatrice, I think, from that scene is the way she approaches her songwriting. She writes a song based on the language that makes sense for it. So she sings in French, she sings in English, she sings in her native tongue. There's also some throat singing woven throughout the record that's right. very beautiful and very raw, and it is uh, seamlessly uh, integrated into every, into the whole thing. Awesome. I think that record comes out around May 11th. Beatrice Deer is the artist. Thanks, Lars. Thanks, guys. Want to take a break? Ms. Yeah, Milton? let's do it. Let's take a short break. Are you sure? Yeah, just a quickie. Okay. Support for NPR and the following message come from the NPR Wine Club. Did you know that NPR Wine Club has a wine inspired by all things considered? Learn the stories behind each one and enjoy unique bottles inspired by your favorite NPR shows, all with the convenience of home delivery. A special welcome offer includes a bottle of weekend edition Cabernet Sauvignon. If you're 21 years or older, join in the fun at nprwineclub.org slash allsongs. Support also comes from Untuck It. If you're wondering whether your shirt is too long to wear untucked, it probably is. Finding a shirt that looks great untucked has been one of the biggest problems in men's fashion for years. Untuckit.com has solved this problem by making shirts designed to be worn untucked. Untucked shirts are designed to fall at the perfect length, and the right length means the right look. So visit untuckit.com and use code SONGS for 20% off, because the right shirt will make all the difference. I have one more song I want to play, and it's by the artist Ari Rohr. Ari Rohr. This is another recent discovery for me, and I think it fits really well with the first thing I played, White Horses. His real name is Caleb Campbell. He's from Dallas. He, he writes and records as Ari Rohr. A very similar vibe to White Horses, though maybe not as heavily orchestrated, but feels like it's straight out of that same period. So Caleb Campbell says that when he was a little kid, he used to suffer from panic attacks. And then when he was 18, he had surgery to correct his scoliosis, and it was a really hard recovery. He had to learn how to walk again Mm. and how to play music again. And um, his new record that he has done since then is called Calm Down, Calm Down. And uh, the song I want to play from it is Don't Have a Fit. It's just this really quick little hit don't have a fit
how many change? There's at least four change-ups in that song, and it's less than two minutes. <laughs> That's this whole record. There are 15 songs, 15 songs on this record, and the whole album's 27 minutes. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, so I remember uh, when we listened to our batch of songs from four. Uh, South by Southwest. There were two Ari Roar songs oh, yeah, down yeah. there, and I, and I quite liked them. Yeah, too. he says uh, Ari Roar, who uh, his real name's Caleb Campbell. He says that he wrote this song about moving around the country a bit, and he says, um, I'm quoting him here. He says, "To me, it's about confronting anxiety, how it can be exacerbated by going full steam for too long." I remember having a moment while recording it where I felt like it wasn't going to make the cut. It's one of those moments in a project where you step back and wonder if it's all really worth the effort, where the self-doubt really starts to enter your mind. But then I added drums to the track, and it all just melted away. It gave me a new burst of confidence going into the other songs on the record. It's a really wonderful little album. Calm Down. It is out May 25th on Bella Union, one of my favorite discoveries so far this year. I'm going to play a piece of music that's going to be uh, your favorite piece of music from April. I don't know, man. I've heard some really good I stuff. Know, right? but you know. But you, I, uh, you have so my is, attention. Okay, you have my attention. Let's do this. The most beautiful piece of music in okay. April. Okay, all right. It's from Olafur Arnolds, who I know you love. I do. Great piano player from Iceland, composer. You're off to a good start. Uh, yeah, yeah. Keep going. He's been working on this music software with a partner, and this music software, when you play a note on your piano, a real piano, not an electronic mm-hmm. piano, but it 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 detects electronically detects what you've played. So let's say you play, let's say Olafur plays a C on his piano. Well, he has two other pianos in the room that listen to what he plays and then through an algorithm play something in response, but immediately. And so he's been using this, Olafur Arnold has been using this as a compositional tool. What he's getting from it is taking him in directions that he never would go. Mm-hmm. And this piece of music that I'm going to play, the six-minute-plus piece of music I'm going to play for you, is extraordinary. Well, it's really interesting because one way to look at machines like this that help us make music is to say, well, it's a cop-out, right? You're not really Mm – the machines are doing the the heavy lifting here. But like you said, it can also – you're playing with this alternate imagination. Right. right? You know, And and, I mean, it is like playing with other musicians in one way. Yeah. But even other musicians, we all have these this baggage, which is for the good or the bad of it, that we will reach for in improvisation. And this just, like, it, maybe it's like playing music with someone from, if not another planet, at least another world. Right. With a different language yeah. uh, and a different reaction to what you do. I like that. So I'm going to play this piece of music. It's called Remember from Oliver Arnold's R.E. colon member, R.E. Ah. member. And uh, this is it. There's not an album right now. There's not anything else. It's a song and a incredible-looking video, which you all will watch, which we'll put up online. And we'll go out on this. It's been a good day because I heard great music great you played. Music, yeah. Lars played something punky that I liked. And it, it's out there. Yeah. If, you know, if you're willing to work. Bob, if you're willing to, willing to put in the time, I think I, I think you I can. Uh, you, you might find something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a few thousand videos and <laughs> yeah, right, more on that. I, later. I can do that. Okay, so uh, let's go out on this. All uh, for honor. Thanks, Mr. Hilton. Thank you, Bob. For NPR Music, it's all songs considered.
Thank you.